0: Hey, I'm Mike, and this year, thanks to Metro, nothing's getting between me and my holidays. As a rideshare driver, I know a thing or two about going the extra mile, and Metro's helping me go even further. Metro covered the switching fees and gave me and the family high-speed data for only $25 a line for four lines. Plus, we scored four free Galaxy phones from Metro just for switching. Now, we can all get in the holiday spirit streaming our favorite tunes and ring in the new year over video chat with family and friends.
2: hi welcome back to girl we have to talk podcast this is iris
3: this is jamie
2: and jamie today is an episode that you thought of so Mm -hmm. tell us what we're going to be talking about today we're going to be talking about loss i love You made it sound so exciting that, you know, I feel like like it's going to be a great topic. So we'll be talking about loss. We're going to talk a little bit about that. And then Jamie has a really great question about loss. And hopefully Mm -hmm. this is something that I think during like right now, probably people, I mean, everyone's always experiencing loss. So we Mm -hmm. thought that this was a really great topic. But before we jump into that, we are going to do some updates and some things that are in the news and some gossip. So just hang on tight and we'll be right back. So, Jamie, tell us what has been going on with you or like you don't even have to do that. I feel like we talk about ourselves so much. Mm-hmm. You can share that or you can share like anything that is going on that you think is interesting. So what's up? What do you want to share with us today?
3: Well, I just read an article on how having a U.S. passport is useless.
2: Mm. And is it because we can't say- go anywhere? Yeah. <laughs> okay.
3: <laughs> and it's so interesting because a year ago – uh, well, I don't know if it was quite a year ago, but in the summer of last year, um, I, at this time last year, I was just getting back from a trip to Norway, which was a beautiful, amazing trip. And um I made a decision probably within a month or two that I wasn't going to travel outside of the U.S. for a while. Um, and so it's
2: just funny. It's coming true. <laughs> Yeah, the universe was basically like, yeah, you're not going to travel outside of the U.S. for yeah. a while. Yeah, so I'm here a trendsetter. I mean, that's true, Jamie. You are. There's a couple of things. I can't remember exactly what they are right now, but there's a couple of things that you've said that have come true, and none of them are good. Um, oh, no. So just, just don't say anything else. I think you okay. said something All right. Like, you were like, oh, you were, what did you say? You were like, yeah, I really want to stop going. There was something you said on one of the episodes that we recorded right before COVID where you were like – yeah, like, I'm really hopeful that I, I want a couple of weeks of downtime or something like that. Like, you have said some ominous things. Like, mm. you need to go back and listen to some of those episodes where you were really. Like, oh, yes. Oh, and then remember, there was another episode where we both said, like, I wonder if something will happen to, like, get Kobe Bryant out of the news. Like, that was so traumatic, but, like, we're probably oh, going to be yes. talking about this for a really long time, and here we are. Here um, we are. Yes. so yes. Who knows? I mean, right now we're recording this in July. Um, We do a little bit of our recording in advance. So Mm -hmm. sometimes we end up like listening to these things and they were very fortuitous. So... Um, yeah. Who knows where we'll be by the time this actually comes out in August. I'm hopeful. Like, honestly, I'm not even going to say, like, I hope things are even better. Because, like, honestly, I don't even think that's true. So I don't want to set myself up for failure. I mean, I mm-hmm. hope that they're better, but I just don't think so. I'm just hoping they're not extremely worse. That's what I'm hoping. Um, oh, no. See, Iris, why did you say no that? Oh, shit. I shouldn't have said anything. Oh, um, I know. Well, we'll just listen to this and see where we are. Um <laughs> Uh, Okay. Anything else other than your, your passport being useless, which I completely agree with. I also have one and I'm probably going to not be using it for a while either. So yeah. Um,
3: well, uh, let's see. I'm like in love with search party. I've, Love that show so much. I'm in the second... I'm almost finished with the second
2: season. I am still on the first season. So everyone, Search Party is a show that Jamie and I will both recommend to you. Yes, it's amazing. started watching it on HBO Max, and it is... It's the worst. It's, it's the, the worst. the worst show in the best possible way. Yeah, and, like, I watched it, and I was like, everyone on this show is horrible. So, essentially, yes, everyone who's I hate everybody this. on this show. <laughs> yes. So, what the show is about is there is a group of um, friends, and I'm using quotes around that because I don't really think that these people are friends. Yeah, they're um, sort of stuck with each other. They're just people who are stuck with each other, like, <laughs> mid to late 20s, and... One of mm-hmm. the people that they knew of. I want to say knew of. In, in college, college.
3: Like, yes. yes. Like a very, like, removed acquaintance. That, yes. It's like, oh, yeah, I remember seeing that person in the hallway. Yes. Kind
2: of acquaintance. Exactly. It'd be like if, uh, like, somebody who, like, Laurel introduced us to. And I was like, yeah, it's like that girl. Like, I'm, I I got to go. Anyway, what happens is this person goes missing. And so there's, like, a whole mystery that ensues upon this. But meanwhile, like. Thinking about this, it sounds interesting. It sounds like it would be great. And it is, but not in the way that you would suspect because every single person on this show is a horrible human. Like these yes. people just are just whatever fucking you think worst.
3: millennials, like generation stereotypes Z. of yeah.
2: <laughs> well, I mean, they I don't even think they were aware because like this show is a little bit older. So, like, not that much older, but things change so rapidly thanks to social media and everything else. I mean, it's so crazy, like how much the same everything was for probably our great grandparents and our grandparents like like mm-hmm. obviously not extremely like super super same but like a lot of you know common themes for us like just between like we went to a socially distant and I'm again using quotations because it wasn't that distant dinner with some of our friends yeah that was that was a little stressful yeah it was kind of stressful no i don't blame you it was like definitely the most close proximity i've had to sit with people of course when and you've been out. so many <laughs> Yes, like so. I was just like, I am not like, what is this? I what think, is happening? Yeah,
3: I'm not sure that I'm gonna do that anytime soon.
2: That, that was a nice little adventure for you, and I think yes, done. I think yes. you're done. Um, Although I actually went to the beach today. Oh, okay. Well, <laughs> in
3: Evanston, I don't know. Yeah, it was fine. It was actually fine. My friend found us like a really good spot, and um, it's a smaller beach, and you had to have tokens to go. Oh, nice. So it, yeah, it, I'm, I'm sure it could have been way, way worse and, um, people were distancing and, um, Masking. you know, yeah, yeah. When they got there, I think once people were there and they kind of were in their own zone, you know, then it was kind of like, you know, they, there wasn't people wearing masks, but when people were getting there and trying to figure out like where they were going to be, but um, yeah, it was it was actually kind of nice. Yeah, too.
2: that's so, nice. I don't yeah. think that I I don't I don't think I'm not ever I'm I'm okay. I I will go out to dinner again, but I do I'm like really soon. I'm sure. But what I do think is that I am. Probably not. I think that I've discovered what the magic number of people to go out to dinner with is. And I actually think the number is three because if there were only three of us, it wouldn't have been so bad. I think when you put in the fourth person, not that any of the other person shouldn't have come. I just no, think which... I
3: actually totally agree with you yeah, on that. Like I think if I very... had gone with four people to the beach, it would have been way – I only went with one person. Yeah. So I totally agree with you. I think 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 three is the max of people. Yes. Yes.
2: Like I Mm -hmm. think – and what I mean by that is literally like myself going with two other people. Yes. I think that's like the max that would be comfortable because of the other people there too. So like, yeah, I think that that's like the best case scenario is like me plus two other people and I'll just be – or hang out in my backyard or somebody else's. Like I think that's Okay but yeah. I don't want to hang out with four people in a restaurant because there's just not enough ways to get away from
3: people. No, no. Um, and and I think the situation there was is that we... It was raining too. Yeah, so that's why I'm like... I don't know. It's it's kind of hard um, because I think, you know, it's hard to walk away. I think... Because I, I keep thinking, like, should I have just said, like, I'm not comfortable? I don't know. But you know, something that I'm definitely not going to do, which I think is... And by the way, this is you know everybody's in a different place so no judgment for people oh, yeah. who feel comfortable doing these things
2: but it's I think also the... like you going out with three other people and us going out with three different people is totally different because you might live someplace where there's not a lot of people the, the four That's people true. situation here was impacted by the fact that it was raining and it was an already crowded restaurant that is what I will say if I went to a restaurant where it was like in the middle of the afternoon at like noon and no one else was there except for us I actually don't think I would have felt that stress because I could have moved or like I would have felt able to space and i think the restaurant would have been able to space i, I think, think it we would've...
3: actually were spaced better at the second table we were sat at than the yeah. first to be honest with you but... No,
2: yeah i agree but yeah. anyway um i think that that was <laughs> now that thing. everybody is gonna write it and be like oh my you're horrible you horrible people I, well i mean i don't think so i think like i don't i think everyone should go at it with as many people as they want to i'm just saying for me i like going, i think i like prefer going out with just two other people. And to be honest. Mm-hmm. Like that's the case anyway. Because I do think too. I'm a super chatty Kathleen. Sometimes it's even hard to talk to three other people. Like that's another thing. It's like. I think. I prefer to hang that's out with That's true. So and, like, and the just... other
3: thing is. Is like. You're more likely to be yelling. yeah, And like. All and
2: that And crowded stuff. too. So anyway. Yeah. Um, I live and learn. But I will definitely not. I will definitely be going out to dinner again. I will see you all in 14 days. When I'm COVID. Like you know, see how if any of us got COVID, hopefully not, but I think it'll be okay. I
3: have talked to people, um, about it that I'm supposed to see, except my friend today that I went to the beach with, because I kind of knew she'd be okay. And she, I think she was when I told her, I don't know, maybe she was cursing me under her breath, but there were other people that I either didn't know as well, or that I was concerned about. Like I'm seeing my aunt and uncle tomorrow and I was like, I just want to let you know, like what happened. And Let me know how you feel. Because I still think we were pretty low risk, but a higher, like I was uncomfortable, you know? So that's why it's like, if I'm uncomfortable, I should let people know. Yeah. Um. Well, I tell
2: people anyway, like I always, I was telling my therapist, I was like, it's like I have an STD. I tell people everything that I'm doing and I just, you know, just (laughs) so they know it's your choice if you feel comfortable or you don't. I think. That's the thing is we have to allow – like my therapist was actually saying that she and a bunch of other therapists were talking about how that is like a new form of consent too. as just telling people yeah, what's true. going on with that. So I just think like to me it's not a big deal. Like if I don't – maybe because I've been the person who's going out well before everyone else was going out. I mean, not before everyone in America was going out, but like in mm-hmm. my friendship group. Mm-hmm. So like probably I'm just like, yeah, listen, I went to dinner. And if people are like, why or what? I'm just like, because I wanted to and it's legal and allowed and I felt comfortable doing it. And and to me, that's the end of it. Like if you don't feel comfortable, it's about living your truth and doing what you feel comfortable with. I mean, I know people who wouldn't have even felt comfortable going out with just me to dinner or like coming to hang out with me in mm-hmm. my backyard. Mm-hmm. And then I have my friend. Um, another friend who I actually mutually know was I was just talking to her and she and her partner went out to Wisconsin Dells and they had a great time. I mean, everyone's at different places. So, yeah, yeah. I, uh, you know, I know another person texted me over the Fourth of July weekend that we both know that was in Door County with a lot of people. I mean, people are doing different things at different places. We're all just kind of like living and that's good. Like, I mean, do what you can and be safe mm-hmm. and just tell other people what you're doing so they can make the choice for themselves about what they feel comfortable doing. Um, So anyway, but my point was, is that we went out to dinner with these three, these other people and all of us were basically about four years apart. So like uh, one of us is 27 and then I'm 31 and then another. So like all of us kind of have like these, these little sectors between all of us. Mm -hmm. And it's crazy how different we were talking about just, in terms of pop culture, like things that are so different to all of us, even though we're really close in age, just uh, that would be like, oh yeah, this was really relevant to me when I was a sage versus like what was really relevant to another person at that age. Um, I just thought that was really interesting. And I don't think you would see that when you're talking to people who are like older than us, like the boomer generation. I don't think things changed as rapidly for them um, as they did. Like, as yes. they do for us. Like, yes. it's so just so quick, like how different things are. Like, even now like i have a friend who's 25 like she's the youngest friend that i have and like she has a tiktok and i'm like what <laughs> what do you do on the tiktok like i know what you do but i'm like do you really do, what it? do, you <laughs> do like, like are you learning the tiktok you music? know you know people
3: thought that about you when you had a snapchat Right. I
2: don't even have a Snapchat. But you
3: used to, right? When you were no, younger.
2: No. Oh, okay. okay. No. I'm still considered an old millennial, so like I don't like. Well, just... okay. Let
3: me say that people thought that about you when you had had Instagram or Twitter yes. or Facebook. People
2: still ask that about Instagram. They're like, "What do you even doing? Do on there?" And I'm like, "Well, I mean, I don't post anything. I just like to look at stuff. Like I am." the version of like what my grandmother would be on Facebook where they just kind of like post memes and like Mm -hmm. uh, like retweet political things that don't make any sense that's me on Instagram like I don't actually post any (laughs) content I just like sometimes I post a picture of my dog but really I just like look at other people's nice stuff I'm like oh look at that that's a really cool banana bread you made there and I like it that's it because I'm old like older too old to be on Instagram I think I think I'm like at the cutoff age of people who have mastered Instagram. I can't figure out how to take a good picture. I don't really know all the filters. I don't have extra filters on my phone. So I'm not good at that. But I do like to look. And I don't have a Twitter. I don't have enough thoughts to have a Twitter. Like that I think well, have, that any I don't think I have enough that people would care about to tweet I know out. So people I just never who, have had a Twitter who are on Twitter
3: who just like follow different things. I don't know that they um you know, have any of their own tweets.
2: No, that's how Mike is. Mike literally just he is only on Twitter and he just follows people and pages on Twitter. And I'm like, yeah, I don't want to do that. Like mm-hmm. Twitter seems extremely stressful to me. Um anyway, <laughs> it does. It seems extremely stressful. It seems very political too. I just can't be on it. It's too much for me. I I will have anxiety. And you
3: don't feel that way about Instagram?
2: No, Instagram is all like bikini shots and food. Like it's Wow, gray. that sounds yeah. <laughs> very
3: stressful and political to me, but that's okay. I,
2: yeah, to each their own. Like for me, I'm just like, <laughs> wow, like look at you, girl. Like, that's how like what everybody was talking when we were talking about like the the thong uh swimsuits, and I was like, No, that is in, and I know it's in because I have fucking Instagram. That's what everyone on Instagram wears. I like I just don't mind Instagram. Like I'm like, it's fine. It's really just like Cute people's babies, like really short videos. There's an Instagram page right now dedicated to Karen's Gone Wild, which is hilarious. I'm what? Just- What's? The- oh my! God. It's just about these people who are like. A Karen or a Ken, which, if you're not aware of what that is, I don't have time to tell you about it right now. Like we, can, that's like a whole episode. Uh, like- yeah.
3: I mean, I don't exactly know what a Karen and Ken are, but I can guess what it is based on how people talk about. Yeah, it's um, not- but I've heard Karen. I haven't heard Ken. Ken is a man.
2: Karen, yeah, it's, okay. a, it's a man. Karen. Yeah, um, I, I, I know enough. Let me put it that way. I don't really need to know anymore. No, you know what <laughs> yeah. it is definitely a way to spend my time like the, um, the cr- how yes insane that, people that is are. a fact that it's is a fact miraculous. that it is a way to
3: spend your time it's a that way to spend true. my
2: time yeah um anything else been going on with you lately um
3: anything else been going on with me lately
2: um I mean I think what we're
3: going to talk about today loss I've definitely been experiencing a lot on and off which I think we all are mm-hmm. um and I think it's just like a useful uh way to think about what we're going through but I did just read um because I happen to be scrolling a little bit as I'm talking to you which is crazy I know I need to like turn my computer off but I'll be honest about it um but Disney World is still opening isn't that nice I mean I have closing
2: my computer now okay what nothing (laughs) I would just say like I keep telling people that I just don't think like I think something catastrophic is going to have to happen in order to shut shit down like I feel like it would have to be like for those states for some states I feel like yeah it's, it's have just to be... it's just like it's
3: so but to me it's so interesting like I heard that the Texas governor was like we made a mistake versus the Florida governor who is basically denying that there is an issue and that like the IC like I read that he was like you know, the ICU beds are basically at capacity there. Right. Which makes sense based on how many people are getting sick. And he's like, that's how they're supposed to run.
2: I mean, (laughs) or like we,
3: or, and then, and then first he was like, we have plenty of beds. There's not an issue with beds. I mean, it's
2: just kind of like crazy. I just feel like I'm happy to keep talking about this, but I'm also just like it's Florida. Like I'm sorry. Like, I, I'm
3: <laughs> well, having, I don't like, know if there's don't... anything else to
2: say about no, it. No, there's nothing else to say. It's Florida. Yeah, like, but that's it. That's like but it's, the whole but story. It's like, I know
3: what you mean. It's like surprising <laughs> and it's not surprising. I
2: li- literally am not surprised. Like, and I, I
3: love, I love the um, the clip where they take um, like people who've been to actual. Uh, like public meetings uh, and they town halls, public town halls, and they do it to Parks and Rec to the characters
2: of Parks. Right? Yeah, it's really funny. I, mean, I, I just think Florida is its own place. They do their well. Own- you know what? We have some we have some
3: issues, and I I don't want to make it sound like Florida is like the root of all evil, but because um, I think there are people everywhere that are problematic. But I think when you have a governor who is is gonna deny be as in denial as he is that's just going to encourage um you know whereas i think here it's different that we have a governor who very much is trying to set a precedent so.
2: and well and also i just feel like they're like florida is florida and that's a different culture than you have here in illinois and yeah, for i feel sure. like i i don't even have any like I, I don't have anything to say based on the fact that i'm just like this is what I expect of people who live in Florida. And that's why I don't live oh. there. It's not necessarily a judgment against them. It's just like this, what's acceptable there is like not acceptable to me. And to be completely honest, I mean, Wisconsin basically has the same rules that fucking Florida has and like they're next door. So I'm kind of like, listen, yeah, there's I, mean, a whole- I think the
3: big difference is that they have beaches. That seems because if you look at where the, where things are getting, and I say this, having gone to a beach today, isn't that funny? Um,
2: yeah, I mean, I, I because
3: the issue where they're surging or the places are surging is Miami and Palm beach and one other place, which I don't know if it's a beach area, but Miami Miami. and Palm
2: beach certainly are I mean, yes. But then also in addition to that, like, this is my, my whole point about it is just like, I don't know what the F is happening there. And I'm just like, that's why I'm staying in Illinois. I'm just like, I don't know what you're doing. I don't (laughs) understand the nuances of what's going on there because like, yes, they have beaches. And so like, you would be like, of course, like you should have rules because duh beaches. But then on the other hand, not really, but then on the other hand, but like, also, Wisconsin has fucking Wisconsin, which is if arguably the Florida of the Midwest, and they have the same rules. So I'm just kind of like, listen, yeah, I don't know what's no, happening. No, that's true. I'm I, not mean, going. I mean, yes, I'm trying to make sense of something that, No, exactly. I, that's why yeah. it's like, I, I don't know what's happening to, in either one of these places, and I'm not visiting. Like, that's the whole thing is like, yeah. I don't You're know what's happening. You're not going to Disney World? I'm not. It's like, the happiest just, place on earth, Iris. You know, and here's the thing, like, they're opening. You and, do and have a thing against Kermit the Frog. No, he's cute, but, like, I think that, like... He would be very upset. He would be adorable, but, like, I'm just not going. (laughs) And I think that there's going to be people who go and, like, honestly, like, the best thing that can happen is to say, like, if you, like, I love that the information is public, you know this, choose to not go there if you don't live there. Um, And I like that you, like, here they have rules about it. Like, I'm just kind of, like, I get so much anxiety When I really sit there and try, like, I cannot. Okay. Well, let's, let's change the subject then. So have you ever been,
3: I'm curious though, because I want to ask you this anyways, have you ever been to Disney world?
2: No. And I would love to go, but probably I just won't. I mean, I definitely won't go this year.
3: Yeah. Yeah.
2: (laughs) I mean, like, I think Disney world sounds lovely partially just because I want to eat all the food that's there when I see that,
3: (laughs) but like, what about Disneyland? Have you been to Disneyland?
2: No, and I won't be going there either. Like okay.
3: Oh yeah, but, California
2: is it's on great. the can't go. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. That's and,
3: and I'm that's not saying thing. you should go. I'm just was I was just curious if you've ever been. Nope, I haven't
2: been an okay, but I've been to the Dells a lot of times. So yes, I know you love the Dells. <laughs> you I do. and Mike, I think, love the I, Dells because it's so close, and you don't have to fly yeah. there. But like, yeah, it is Have so... you ever
3: been to Branson? You would probably love Branson. No, if you we liked talked the about Dells. this before. I would probably. Oh, love that's it. right. Yes. That's right. We talked about going, didn't yes. we? Okay. So
2: anyway, but yeah, I'm okay. sure we're not going, and it's yeah, okay. have we like... talked about what's going on with you? No.
3: Um,
2: <laughs> what's going on with you, Iris? Um, shoot. I can't remember what's going on with me. (laughs) I forgot already because I've just been thinking about Florida and – I just, you know, I'm I don't know. I'm so sorry I made this stressful. I mean, No, it's well, it's, an, it's not really that stressful. Like it cuz what happens is it's kind of like I keep telling this analogy. It's like when I get on a plane and I'm like, well, at this point I might just die. That's kind of where I'm at with COVID. I'm like yes. I'm not really trying to like think about other people's shit. Well, yeah, just, you're like,
3: you're trying to accept the uncertainty. You're trying to accept what yeah. you're not in control of. So I've been yes. doing a
2: lot of that, which has really led to a lot of success in terms of my happiness. Like right? yeah, Great. like I'm just like not really stressing the small I'm just like really focused on like what's in front of me. I'm a Mm -hmm. control freak, and so like it's really easy for me to spiral. So I'm just just being like, you know what? This is what's happening today. Like I'm gonna try to like see some of my friends. I'm gonna hang out with them. Like you and I have like met some new people. I totally forgot about this one person who I was supposed to meet that I never met, and that she texted me and was like, "Do you want to get together?" And I'm like, "No, I'm really busy." Because like now that I've hung out with people, I'm giving myself a two week do I have COVID break. Um, so I'm like not going to hang out with people for a while. I just want to see where we all land by the end of this month. Um, so yeah, that's kind of where I'm at. I'm just like taking a break, still talking to people, being normal, trying to stay healthy and stay well. Mm -hmm. Um, I was reading, so I, I finished a book really quickly, which was great. It was a book Jamie gave me called (laughs) The Vanishing Half. I was doing that and watching I'll Be Gone in the Dark, which is amazing. I really recommend oh, everyone I watch know. it.
3: It's so creepy. I it's love so it. Creepy. It's so creepy. I love it. Yes, it's really great. You're definitely great. going to think that someone is standing at your bedroom door.
2: Yeah, or that it is when entirely you're possible that they're going to come in <laughs> silently while I'm sleeping. That's what yes. I was thinking. Yes, yes. Um, so I've been doing that, which is kind of scary. I've been hanging out with my dog. Um, I have been really busy with work because we're opening up a new location in a couple of weeks. A and, what uh, yeah, we're opening up a new location in like a month and where in Evanston, and okay. no one is hiring there or doing anything and I, I'm saying this like I'm not even fucking kidding. It's like me and one other person working on this, and the other person doesn't even work there. So like, why are you opening it up if no one's going to work there? No, like we, because we have to hire all the people to work there. So that's like what I've been doing is hiring all the people to work there with this one other person. Like, oh, well, that's good that that, but that's not the job you sent me. That was for something else. That wasn't no, for Evanston. Okay. No, that's just another part of my job in addition to, so.
3: Oh, geez. <laughs> and
2: mind you, I'm and, also and partially for. And camp is heard, like open, it's right? It's happening. Camp is happening. I had to hire a crap ton of people for camp. Um, when did that start? Uh, Camp started Monday and then camp starts again this Monday. So like all the city camps and then Hyde Park camps start on Monday. Um, So, yeah, and people are sending their kids. They're feeling good about it. It's masks required um, all day for the campers. So that's good. Um, And hopefully they stay healthy. I'll report back. It's just a five-week camp um but parents are really excited to get their kids out and it might be their only chance like depending on what happens with school this year they I mean this might be the social interaction that they're getting for the rest of the year well is- I mean schools need to get back iris come on mm, I don't think so I, I well I, I don't I'm not saying if I think they should come back or not because yeah do recognize no actually that, like- I yeah I
3: mean I I understand the discrepancy like all the issues but
2: I think it's really shitty because it's, it, and, and it's, it's actually one of the things where I'm kind of like, I, I'm sure somebody can tell me whose fault it is, but at this point, I really can't guide where that is because I mean.
0: Hey, I'm Mike. And this year, thanks to Metro, nothing's getting between me and my holidays. As a rideshare driver, I know a thing or two about going the extra mile and Metro's helping me go even further. Metro covered the switching fees and gave me and the family high speed data for only $25 a line for four lines. Plus, we scored four free Galaxy phones from Metro just for switching. Now, we can all get in the holiday spirit streaming our favorite tunes and ring in the new year over video chat with family and friends.
1: You work hard. Switching to Metro isn't. This season, there's zero fees to switch. And right now, enjoy Metro's lowest price. Just $25 a line for four lines, plus four free Samsung Galaxy phones when you switch. I'm Mike, and that's
0: how I rule my holiday with Metro.
1: Plus device sales tax with eligible port in a no T-Mobile service in past 180 days. One phone per line while supplies last. If new line deactivates, all lines lose four line promo rate. Additional terms apply. Limited time offer. See Metro by T-Mobile.com.
2: I
3: I think it's our concept of not wanting to support other people. Because if we could just like support parents and teachers, Mm -hmm. um, then I don't think
2: anybody would have to go back to school. But I just don't think – so, like, my – the only issue with that is another group of – so there's that, right? Like, if they, if we were able to support these parents to stay home and help the t- the children do online curriculum, that would be great. But then the issue becomes who would be, like – who would be the teachers of the online curriculum because most of the teachers have kids. And so then it's an issue for them too. Like it's really a, it's really if if you dig deep it's it's such a crappy situation and it's like so many different areas like when you think you're when you're like okay well we could just do this and then a laser hits you. It's just kind of it's a mind fuck to just think yeah. about because yeah. no, like I'm, I I'm with mm-hmm. two a two and a four-year-old right now like nannying mm-hmm. and I swear to you on my life could not possibly imagine having to actually work and be their mother at the same time. I really can't imagine that. Like, and I know that there's moms who do it. And I'm gonna say, like, God bless you. G- kudos to you. universe, thanks you. They are so needy. And they're if you're not watching <laughs> them, they are killing each other. They are like going to break each other's neck. No joke. Like it is outrageous. And it's just mm-hmm. six it's six and a half hours of my day, not 24. So I'm just like what What would I do if I was like a parent right now and I genuinely had to be like, okay, I'm going to have to take this five-year-old because he's going to be five and I'm going to have to try to get him to do schoolwork this year. But also I have to work too. Like I just – I don't know like what you would even do with that. Like that just seems crazy. So anyway, I was talking to Heidi about – I was like maybe – I was like I feel like there's going to be a really big need – for like a person like a teacher in home be like Mm -hmm. on a one-to-one situation because she's done that before and I was like honestly if I were you I would just like start up my own little business I was like I feel like that's going to be a need for this upcoming school year and maybe beyond because I don't think parents I mean it was very obvious from what happened with virtual learning just the last semester parents are not comfortable doing it like they learn in different ways like how we teach math now versus how we taught math when like even you and I were in school is just different. So I don't know. It just seems like we're going to just, I'm just holding on to the seat of my pants, waiting to see what's going to happen next. It's like a crazy, crazy thing. Um, So just dealing with that, that's like a huge part of my work too, because a huge one of our clients is CPS and we don't know what's going to happen with them. So Hmm.
1: that's been taking up all my time.
2: Mm -hmm. um but on the bright side all of the children do now have computers they don't all have internet but they do have computers so okay you know trying to figure out that next thing for the city kids too would be great so
3: yeah um, yeah there
2: are a lot of barriers it it is and i mean there's no i like that's why i say i'm like whose fault is this right like it's just you're not we're not prepared we're just not prepared yes yes Um, that is definitely true sucks but other than that I've just been really good. Like, I know that was kind of like a dark spell, but like, I think about stuff like that, and like, it's a part of my everyday at work, and it is Mm -hmm. not wonderful. But to be completely honest, I think that like, I'm just kind of trying to be like, this is our new normal, and like, how do we solve the issues that are in front of us? So, like, that's kind of where I'm at. What else have I been doing really quickly before we get into the topic of loss? Oh my God, this is really quick. I'm going to say this. Oh, geez. Yes, I actually wish I had just talked about this the whole time. So, have you heard? This is going to be such old news, but I'm just so excited. It's not exciting. (laughs) Have you heard? Actually, we should just have a whole different episode about this, but I'm going to bring it up really briefly. Okay. Like, and maybe talk about this later. But, like, have you heard about what's happening with Jada Pinkett Smith, Will Smith, and August Alex Okay,
3: heard... I seriously was listening to a Radio Station and they kept fucking talking about it, but like just like previewing it. Oh like they wanted goodness. me to go to their fucking website and no. I was like, stop talking about it.
2: It is a it is it's a situation that touches on so many things that I honestly do think this is a podcast topic. Actually, you guys, I'm really gonna say this. I think we're going to talk about that um, in two oh, weeks. Oh, Yeah, that's what we... That's, yes, because
3: we don't... We're actually not going to talk about it in two weeks because I'll be at my training, so we won't. No, but. no,
2: but I mean in two weeks when they hear it. Oh, like, they yes. will hear two it weeks in two- from- I understand. Yes, they will hear it. We will talk about it whenever we talk about it, but they will hear it in two weeks because next week is going to be a question, but then after that, we'll talk about it. Yes. Okay. Sounds good. Because I think it's a great conversation. Um, And I'll just tell you guys really briefly, like, basically what's happening is it's a talk about celebrity, the media, consent, um, having a relationship with someone who's younger than you, like, how that frame looks between, like... Um, like a per- a woman like is it different for her because she's a woman of color like there's this, um, a like oh, a very wow. par- there's a very parallel situation actually happening with Megan Fox and Brian Austin Green and the way that it's being approached wow. is very different so I actually think this is a good conversation I'm not even going to say anything else I'm going to just mark it to myself oh, man I can't wait to talk about this it's going to be really good everyone but anyway oh. so that's it so let's jump into the conversation about loss Okay. So let's talk about loss, Jamie. Go ahead. I'm yeah. ready to engage.
3: Um, I'm wondering if we should just jump into the question how much because of how much we've already talked. Sure. I don't exactly. know. What we do you can, think?
2: I think that's a good idea. And then we can mm-hmm. talk about it from the frame of the question.
3: Yeah. Okay.
2: Um, other than I guess
3: one thing I want to say is that I think loss is a really great framework to talk about what we're experiencing right now with the coronavirus and even with um like Uh, all the racial injustice that's been happening. Um, because I think there's so much of like what we think or what we envisioned we would be doing that we can't, that we're not doing. Right. Mm -hmm. And that's lots. Right. So, um, like I, I found myself, I, I love to travel. Um, I get the travel itch like every few months and sometimes I don't travel that often, but I keep, having trouble when people are telling me about where they're going, they found a way to make travel work for them. And I haven't, and it's making me really
2: upset. (laughs) Yeah, no, I don't blame you.
3: Yeah. So I think that's an example. So I just, I think it's a nice framework to talk about what a lot, you know, when we get upset right now, um, that it's, that it's really is about loss. It's about what we um, should be doing and we're not. And Mm -hmm. two, I think that happens at different points in our lives where we hit a certain age and we're like, this is where I thought I would be. And this is where I'm actually at. Um, which is, I I think another, another loss as well. Right. Um, yeah. Okay. So here's the question. How do I 25, uh, 25 year old female talk to my boyfriend, 28 year old male about death? My boyfriend hates any mention of death, but our pet will die one day. How can I make it easier on him? My boyfriend lost almost his entire family before I met him, and it seems to have really warped his feelings around death and dying. Just a suggestion of it sends him into a depression that can last the whole day. When we lived across the road from a graveyard, he'd often refuse to have the curtains open in case he saw it. Ooh. I myself have only ever had pets die, and while that was devastating at the time, it doesn't compare to the magnitude of what my boyfriend must have um, been through. So mostly I've left the topic alone unless he brings it up. Once or twice I've suggested exposure therapy, which helps with phobia, but he's adamant that he doesn't want to try it. Now, a few years ago, we adopted a gorgeous doggo who we both adore. However, she's elderly and is beginning to show signs of severe illness. Right now, it's manageable, and the vet has assured us she has a good few years left, but we're both aware that her time with us is coming to an end. Every time she coughs or breathes too heavily, my boyfriend gets all teary-eyed and can't snap out of it. I'm genuinely concerned that he'll completely shut down when she passes away. How can I help my boyfriend feel less negatively about death when I myself have barely ever been affected by
2: it? Mm, that's a deep one. Yeah, getting deep,
3: getting deep. I, yeah,
2: I don't really know. I mean, I just feel like I don't. I don't know. Like, part of me is like, I don't know. This is bad because I <laughs> like. I get that she's going to be concerned, but that, then also I'm like, I don't know. Like, yeah, would he deal? Like, do we know what would happen for him if he experienced it? Like, well, yeah, this- I think it's really interesting. She said exposure therapy
3: because. Exposure therapy is about exposing someone to their fear, and so I don't know. Um, are you gonna like make him uh, bury him in a coffin? Like what? <laughs> what is he I, I, I just right. I'm like I I'm not don't. sure that exposure therapy is really the best kind of therapy. um I do love that she recognizes that she could not understand what he's going through because she hasn't had his experience because yes. he has had an enormous amount of loss and you know, as a therapist with one of my specialties being grief and loss, I've definitely worked with a lot of clients. And I think just like, as I mentioned before the question that there's so much we can look at in terms of a loss framework that we don't because we just consider loss to be death. And it's way more than that. Anytime we lose something in our life, whether it's a person or it's a thing, or it's an experience. I mean, there's so many different things that I think can be seen in terms of loss. And I think it, when we look at it that way, it just gives us a framework for understanding what we're feeling, where we otherwise might not have validated our feelings. Um, But I do love that she, so she's probably has losses, but yes, he's had an incredible amount of loss and she can understand what he's going through. And I also don't think it's her job to really like, like she asked, like, how can I help him with this? And I don't know that it's her job. However, I think part of her concern is how do I kind of have a relationship with someone who doesn't know how to deal with loss because we're going to have losses in our
2: lives. I agree. Like I just think that – I don't know. Like part of me is like I do understand that she's super freaked out about this mm-hmm. and I think it's valid. Like you, you, he's really averse. Like he doesn't even want yeah. to be – that but like i kind of get where he's coming from like i'm super anxious in personality too like i was, i was listening to hamilton which i was texting you bo- you all about this week and, mm-hmm. I, like, one of the last songs I heard before I went to work one day is I heard Burn, um, mm-hmm. and that's why, like, yeah. I, like, then began to fixate on this song. Like, I started to Google her. I started to be like, oh, my God, like, what is happening? Like, what not it, what is happening, but, like, what happened to her? Like, was she really okay? Like, I was obsessed with this character that is, like, I don't know anything about this woman. I don't know anything about Eliza. I know very minimal information, but the hurt of the song, like – really made me want to know more, and it, like, started to make me feel upset. Like, I was literally feeling upset for her. Like, I'm very – I can be like that. And maybe that's a little bit of how he is, too. So, it, literally, I'm not kidding you. In order to stop thinking about this song and to stop thinking about Eliza Hamilton, I had to re-listen to the Hamilton soundtrack and then – Make sure that I, like, listen to other songs that were not that one that are equally as catchy Mm -hmm. so that I could just think about those songs because I literally couldn't get it out of my head. And that is, like, very – I'm sure that made me sound really crazy. But sometimes it's just, like, overwhelming amount um, amount of emotions, especially if you have, like, really strong feelings. As you know, I hate cheating. As everyone who listens to this knows, I Mm -hmm. hate cheating. Mm -hmm. So, like, I think I just have, like, a lot of feelings around that. And I just really like if I hear about that or like any like it's not just cheating like there's other things too that are just like so upsetting to me and it can really take me down like a rabbit hole and like maybe death is one of those things for him like he's experienced it so much and at so many levels maybe it is truly traumatic for him and like while I'm sh- I'm sure that he can deal with this because he's dealt with it before and it doesn't really sound like she has any like it's not like she's like well the last time this happened he had to be institutionalized or anything like that it, it just sounds like it's happened and, and he doesn't like to deal with it which personally like and in, in regards to something like death or like I can imagine just being like I would like to not have to deal with that mm-hmm. up front all the time I feel like our conversation is about loss and I feel like anytime you have to think about loss it just it can be really uncomfortable, like how we are all dealing with um, COVID. We, you know, I, we talked about it earlier, how for me, I just have to, to really actualize, like in the way that I do with the plane is like, this is, it is what it is. Like I am in this situation and I have to be okay with that. And, but me thinking about the plane right in advance or me thinking about Florida or like the outcomes that could possibly happen here in a couple of months uh, and like us going back to phase one or phase two That is in the back of my head always, but I'm, like, I just want to enjoy the time that I have right now and, like, you know, Mm -hmm. obviously be safe. Like, I'm not going to be, like, fuck it. Let's go, like, to Florida and come hang out with every person in Chicago and, like, make out with them and share food and hug them. I mean, like, I don't want to do any of that stuff, but, like, I want to go out to dinner sometimes with my friends. I want to take a paddleboard class with you and Jen. Like, I want to do those things. Because I just don't know if in a couple of months I'll, I, I may not ever, I'm, I, don't, I may not ever see you all again, but I, I'm, it, every day, like, which is so sad to think about, every day I could never see you guys again. Like, I could literally, I could never see you all again because I might catch COVID. I could never see you all again. I, I could never see you for the rest of the year. I could never see like lots of people. And it's so dark to think about that, that like, I kind of understand her boyfriend's perspective of wanting to maybe not focus on something that is just, really sad. And I don't think that necessarily means he won't be able to deal with it when it happens. I just think that it's apparently very traumatic and mm. upsetting for him. Mm-hmm. So this is great. You know why? Oh,
3: okay. Because I totally disagree with you.
2: Oh my God. Perfect. Yes! That's
3: so good. Yes! Okay, go Yay! ahead. Okay. Um, I think that when we avoid something, it's worse when it happens. Okay. And I think that, um, because we've already put so much energy into avoiding all the negative feelings. So those are all pent up there. So then that comes out in addition to when you actually can't avoid it anymore, what you're feeling at that time, because he's already obviously incredibly anxious, incredibly concerned. He hasn't dealt with the past losses. And so this is going to overwhelm his entire life. And he's not going to be able to keep it in. It's just not going to be possible. So this is something that I feel like does need to be dealt with. But it isn't her job. What makes it hard, though, is is that, of course, it's going to affect her being in a relationship with him. Mm-hmm. So, you know, he needs to go to therapy. Yeah, that's fair. Because every loss is just going to add and add and add. And it's just it's like a ticking time bomb. I mean, the fact that he can't look at, you know, great. I mean, I, I get it. Like some people have a thing about cemeteries and graveyards, but it doesn't sound like he's creepy. He's, it sounds like it's a piece of the loss. Um, and, you know, having worked with people who literally have avoided loss enough that now they have such a traumatic response that has taken over their life. And it's so quick to come on and it's so deep and they've had to really minimize their life so much in order to try and avoid this response that still happens. It's just not, it, it's something to be dealt with now versus later. That's my thought. I, however, I agree with you that I get why he doesn't want to deal with it. It's really hard. It's really dark. It's really sad. However, he's got to, it's just going to get worse. And especially as he gets older, there's just going to be more and more loss. I mean, I definitely noticed that as I've gotten older and I'm still super young and I have not experienced that much loss by any means, <laughs> but certainly I've experienced more than when I was younger.
2: Yeah, that's fair. Um, I definitely think that I could see, I could see that. I just think uh-huh. that I am definitely, I don't know, like. I I I love that you live in the
3: moment, Iris, because that's, I think what you're talking about here. And, and I do agree with you to a certain extent that not dwelling on it is great. But the problem is, is that he actually is deep in his unconscious, in his psyche. He's definitely dwelling on it.
2: But I wonder though, it's like I guess maybe that's why I'm always just going with the like, well, like I don't know, like do we know him? Like what's going on? Like just isn't well, how I'm she saying this him? based on my experience, but that
3: is true. Like this is based on her understanding yeah. of him, and
2: she hasn't experienced a lot of loss. So then I'm kind of like questioning her. Yeah, but although also-
3: although Iris, let's be honest, okay, someone who. Um, like because because we're not saying his reaction is not understandable considering he's had all, all this loss. Right. But like, for example, him getting really nervous about the dog. Right. Isn't that like to me, that's a sign that like there's something deeper going on.
2: I mean, I would say yes, but like, I just, I don't know. Like, I guess it's true. I, we don't
3: know. We, I don't we absolutely but like, that's don't everything, know. everything,
2: and that's like the whole point of this podcast. Is like, yeah. actually, we don't fucking yeah. know. But, but like, I, maybe but we I do. think I
3: think there's enough here to really highly suggest therapy.
2: I, oh my god. Well, I mean, first of all, I would highly suggest therapy for all. So I don't disagree with that. No, you there. that's true. But um,
3: but because he, here's either either way, no matter how he's dealing with it now, he obviously has. There's there. It seems like from what she's saying, from what we, we can make a reasonable guess that he still, um, has some grief work to do around past losses from his family. That's also something that I'm hearing from this.
2: That's true. I mean, I think that I will say, I think I was thinking about this today and I was thinking like, Oh man, I kind of do want to change. Like I kind of have been thinking about like, you've been doing this podcast for almost a year. And I'm like thinking, I'm like, Oh my gosh, like, our listenership like it's stagnant and like like how can we grow this and like what else should we do like could we do something else and like maybe we should change the name and so like literally as I'm sitting here talking to you I'm deciding that maybe we should change the name of this to I'm not a therapist but she is because Mm -hmm. the point is I still don't agree with you (laughs) but that's because I'm not a therapist like literally that's literally why because I'm just like well I don't know like I kind of feel like I I do think he should do therapy but I also, mm-hmm. I just am questioning if she's, like, maybe blowing this out of proportion. But also, I'm not a therapist. so mm-hmm. I don't know. I haven't. Yeah. And I still disagree this, with that, too. I know. And that's okay. I haven't seen how this could, like, flow out of people and, like, yeah. turn into something else. Yeah. Like, I'll I- be
3: curious when you become a therapist, if and when you become a therapist, to see if your opinion changes.
2: And maybe it won't. I know. Maybe I'll just be one of those therapists. It's like, maybe, uh, maybe
3: you'll be like, I'm absolutely sure you are wrong now because, you know, being a therapist.
2: <laughs> no, I still won't say that. I'll just be like, well, I just disagree. I like, I just think like maybe he – I do think he obviously has some issues surrounding it. But like I guess a part of it is as a layman, I definitely feel like I can kind of see – a little bit I, I kind of get where he's coming from and maybe that's part of it, right? Is that like mm-hmm. because I'm not a therapist, I do get where he's coming from. And I Well, think, because I think so many people
3: have this issue, right? right? It's not like it's it's not like it doesn't make sense what his experience is. And I right?
2: yeah. And so for that reason I'm kind of like this seems it doesn't seem normal. Like I would definitely identify it as like, yeah, you got some stuff going on there. But like I don't know if I feel like it the girlfriend it kind of seems like she's very concerned, and I feel like I'm, like, marginally concerned. Um, But that's because, again, like, I feel like I definitely get where he's coming from. Like I said about stuff with COVID, I actually have had a ton, like, a shit ton of people. I'm 31. I've had a shit ton of people in my family, and my life die. Like, so many people. Like, honestly, from the time I was, like, maybe five or six, like, my – I had like one of my cousins that was really close to me died. Then my little mm. baby sister, when she was two, had an she had brain surgery and then she had an aneurysm and she died on the day we thought she was coming home. Oh my I, gosh, I had was... two little brothers die in a house fire. Literally, they found their bodies wow. each other. So I've Well, okay, a so lot. this makes sense why yeah, you might so, feel so, like, this way? <laughs> Yeah, so that's why I'm like, I identify with him. I have had yeah. so much loss and I really try mm-hmm. to be like, I think about like the other day, I was thinking about like, Katie's so young, but I was like, oh my God, it will be so sad when she dies. And it literally does. Yes. Like, yes, I've gotten so scared about it. Yeah. yeah, Like, so Mm -hmm. I do, like I do, but like, because maybe like I have dealt with death so much. Like, honestly, that's just a few of the people who I know, like my grandmother, her favorite holiday was Christmas. I spent every Christmas with her from the time that I was born until I was 15 years old when we literally went to her apartment and we found out that she died the day before. I've experienced so much traumatic loss that like, when you read this, I was like, I get it. I don't want to think about it. It is so hard when you do. And and if it's back to back, like these people, Mm -hmm. like, I'm only 31. So if I'm telling you just this many people already have died, clearly, it's been in a short time period. Yeah. it's not just like, oh, yeah, like, you know, they passed away of old age. It's like a house fire. It's brain cancer. It is a heart attack when you're 52 years old on Christmas Day. It is traumatic. And so for that reason, I'm just kind of like, I, I, I do think it's a big deal. I obviously think I have some issues surrounding it, too. But I'm like, I get why he would want to compartmentalize it. I get why he would try to just be like, I want to focus on, like, the time now. Because it's really tough when you deal with that. So, like, ultimately, like, I get it. I agree. Like, I agree. to I agree. But I also disagree. Like, I, because I get where he's coming from, I just am like, he does need therapy, I, but I just think maybe she doesn't truly have a grasp on it. Cause she has an experience. No,
3: no. And that's what I, yeah. And that's coming back to what I think we talked about at the beginning. I totally agree. Like, I think that is the best thing for her to say is there's is no way that I could understand. And that's also why I know that I'm not the right person to help you with this. Mm-hmm.
2: But I think he should go to therapy because he probably has a lot to unpack. It's, like, very sad when you lose that many people. And, like, maybe he's not yeah. presenting it in, like, the best possible ways. But I do think that, like, I empathize with him and I mm-hmm. sympathize with him. I do get where he's coming from. So, anyway, that was a dark turn for this episode. But it was still really good to talk yeah, about Yeah, how it. are you doing, useful. Iris? I'm fine. And see, okay. like, that's – I think that's the point. Like, that that's literally what I have done. It's literally like the plane crash. It I have – desensitize myself so much that I'm kind of like, it is literally what it is. It's not great. It's not like a wonderful thing to think about.
3: Yeah. I mean, that's the, one of the upside things about loss is that you live in the moment, right? Mm -hmm. And so maybe that's some of why you are so good at that is because of this, you know, because of the experiences you've had.
2: Yes. But you know, this guy still needs to get therapy. And it's really also like on a flip side of this, just going back to like one of the things that we love to talk about here. Was mm-hmm. it like, even though I kind of am like, I don't know that I love your approach. Not you, but her, the girlfriend. I love that you love him and care about him so much that it's a concern for you. Yeah, so, that you're placing like, this. Yeah, like, yeah. I love that you love. I love that you love him enough to be like, this is concerning. I want him to be okay. I want you know. I love that she loves him so much that this is like a part of her thought. Like she mm-hmm. she wants him to be happy and healthy because I know that that's not always the case. So. At the very least, like, good for them for being in, like, what seems to be one of the better relationships that we've talked about on this podcast.
3: (laughs) Good point. You know what I was thinking? I want to find a question on family relationships. We haven't talked about that a lot.
2: I mean, well, except for, like, the sister who had to, like, defend her siblings from their abusive dad.
3: Yes, yes. um, So I was thinking we should do a question. Maybe maybe that's what you'll hear next
2: week. Yeah, that'll be really, (laughs) that'll be great. Back to back. Let's find some narcissist parent stories and carry on oh, with that. Oh, jeez! Yes. <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll definitely be able to find some of those. Anyway, everyone, it was so good connecting with you all this yes. week. Thank you, Jamie, for being here. and we'll Yes. Thank you, you, Iris. Later. Yes. And we'll talk to you all next week. Bye. Bye.
1: You work hard. Switching to Metro isn't. This holiday, there's zero fees to switch. Right now, get high-speed data for just 25 bucks a line for four lines. That's Metro's lowest price, period. Plus, get four free Samsung Galaxy phones when you switch. Metro by T-Mobile, empowering you to rule your holiday. Plus, device sales tax with eligible port in a no T-Mobile service in past 180 days. One phone per line while supplies last. If new line deactivates, all lines lose four-line promo rate. Additional terms apply. Limited time offer. See Metro by T-Mobile.com.